This week's episode of Downsizing is brought to you by Corduroy Pants. Corduroy. What the fuck is it? Hello and welcome to Downsizing, the show that took a hard left from its original format. I'm your host, a thicker milkshake, Tim Down. I think I've definitely used thicker milkshake before, but you know what? Who's keeping track? Um, Right off the bat, I just want to, uh, I guess, explain something if you... Uh, so happen to hear a little background noise. That is the gentle and noble hum of my new portable dishwasher. Now, um, you know, I know what you're thinking. Tim, isn't a portable dishwasher just like you? Like, you wash the dishes, you can move around? Are you trying to say that that you hired somebody to do your dishes? No. That's not the case, which may not come as a surprise to you. But um, a friend, uh, this is, you never, <laughs> you ever have someone tell a story and they, they give too many connections to the point where it's like, just say it was a guy, you know, where it's like, oh, my, my brother's friend's cousin's wife told me that uh, pigs have half hour long orgasms. It's like, mm, just tell you, mm. Okay, well, first of all, don't know why that was the first fact that I went to. But also, if you're in that position, just say that some lady told you that. Because otherwise, it's like, we're not we're not breaking out a family tree to figure out, you know, your first wife's cousin thrice removed. So to that end, I'll just say a guy sold my girlfriend and I... Uh, portable dishwasher, which I'd never heard of until now, but it's basically, um, I mean, it's portable in the way that like, you know, a desk is portable because you can pick it up, you know, it's, it's, it's on wheels is basically it. And you hook it up to your sink and then it, it does your dishes for you. Um, now I've complained a lot about dishes. Uh, we're going to see if this cuts down my time doing the dishes um, at all. Um, what I will tell you is that it's going to cut down on the time I can spend in my kitchen because there's about at most like four inches of space between the dishwasher and the wall in my kitchen. I have a small kitchen. Um, so basically, um, and my girlfriend has a video of me doing this. I basically got in, I set up the, um, the whole, you know, I plugged it in, hooked it up to the faucet, and then I had to literally, like, I don't know if you've seen those videos on, like, TikTok or YouTube of people doing, like, rock climbing, where they end up, like, you've got, like, two hands on, the on like, the holds, and then they the guy, like, lifts his foot above his head and puts his foot, like, on a hold, like, you know, six feet above his head, and then he turns his whole body, pushes himself up reaches behind his head pick that's what I was doing in my kitchen um and also by the way um I'm a fucking plumber uh because we my uh, girlfriend's dad helped bring it over um it was okay so the person we bought it from is my girlfriend's dad's friend so not as bad as and not as exaggerated as I made it out to be originally but when they dropped it off her dad included like a little plumbing thing. Couldn't even begin to tell you what it's called, uh, and some Teflon tape. There, uh, yeah, that's the right. Yeah, yeah. Why not? That's what it was. 
fuck it. Who, who, I mean, is anyone, this isn't the Mike Holmes podcast. This is the, the Tim Down podcast. So different level of expectations. But so I'm trying to hook it up and it's this whole thing where like, you know, I don't know if anyone else is a plumber out there, but you have internal threads and external threads. And sometimes you got two things that have, you know, external threads. And then what are you going to do? Uh, call your dad. But it was 11 o'clock at night, so I didn't want to call my dad. Um, so I just figured it out myself. And uh, not to talk shop too much, but I just, you know, pulled out one of the O-rings on the inside of the the, the plumbing thing and then screwed it in and then turned it on, turned on the water, prayed I wouldn't get a leak, and I didn't. So I think I'm a plumber now. So if you have any plumbing needs, I mean, yeah, call me. I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a crack at it. I'll see what I can do. I'll uh, I'll show up. I'll I'll sag my pants down low and and say you know, well, there's your problem. Turn something with a wrench. You know. Wow. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so we got it today. We got groceries yesterday and didn't put detergent on the list and we wanted to take this bad boy for a spin so uh after we went to the gym because we're very healthy um we stopped to just pick up some detergent we went to the grocery store and i went in and i was looking at all the options and i'm like okay this thing seems like it's actually a cleaner for the dishwasher itself this one says it's like a rinse aid i'm not sure what is like i'm not sure what the deal is here like I just want some detergent, and uh, I saw one that said uh, dishwasher fluid, and I'm like, that's terrific. That is actually exactly what I'm looking for. Also said it's biodegradable, so I'm like, this is just perfect. So I bought that, and uh, along with some cheese curds, because I've earned a little treat, I think, and I went back out to the car. And I handed it to my girlfriend, and she started looking at it, and I was like, oh, I bought the wrong thing, didn't I? And she's like, yeah, I think I think this is just, like, dish soap. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, yeah, I think it is. And she's like, okay, well, we should probably go back in and get some real detergent. And I said, yeah, well, I'm I'm embarrassed, so I'm, I'm not going to go to this grocery store. I'm going to drive through the parking lot and go to the other grocery store, which I did. And I bought some of the pods, little Tide Pods that everyone was eating, you know, what feels like a decade ago. But, I mean, was that pre-pandemic? I think so. It feels like a simpler time where, you know, people were coughing in each other's faces, sneezing into their hands, eating Tide Pods. You know, just, what more could you ask for? Um, now... Uh, I mentioned that I was embarrassed um, that having purchased the wrong type of, of soap. And that's actually not the most embarrassed that I've been this week. Um, so earlier in the week, uh, actually, not earlier in the week. I, I honestly, I don't know if I have like a contusion or something in my brain. I think this was two days ago. I think this was on Saturday. Was that running some errands? It was on Saturday. Oh, my God. I am so fucking old. Um but I was running some errands, and one of them included going to Canadian Tire, cause, uh, or Crappy Tire, or Chuck Tire, depending on, on who you are and, and where you grew up. 
but I uh, I wanted to buy the proper headlight replacement bulbs because as we discussed last week, I think um, I bought the wrong ones because I'm a because I'm a fuck up. But I went to go buy the right ones, and here's a here's a problem. Okay, um, I'm a big gum guy. I like to I like to chew gum. I like to chew a variety of gum. I have, you know, the the plastic container thing that fits in your cup holder in my car. I've got a variety of other gums, um, some more eclectic ones. We've got blackjack gum. It's made with anise, aniseed, uh, or uh, clover gum, or all kinds of bullshit, right? And uh, I went to this other like smaller grocery store near my house a couple weeks ago, and they had just these kind of neat looking packs of gum called, um, I mean, they're not a sponsor, but they're called Glee. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, natural chewing gum with cane sugar, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? I'll give this a try. I bought like three flavors. Um, I'm going to read you. So I was reading the ingredients before I, uh, I, <laughs> before I started the episode. I'm like, oh, I should have a pack with me to kind of go over it. Um, oh, made in Italy. I didn't even see that. Um, so it says they're 100% natural and it says no plastic. But here's the thing, there is a plastic wrapper around the outside. So, like, is there just a lot of plastic in, in regular gum? Is that something that everybody knew and I'm just a fucking... Is it, like, how there's mercury in fish? Like, did everybody know that? And I'm just like, oh, I was just busy looking up... <laughs> I was busy looking up the, the filler arcs in bleach. Um, now, now, okay, why am I talking about this gum, Right. What could I possibly have to say about this gum? Well, uh, I put in like two or three pieces, chewing it. I'm like, this is pretty good. It's got kind of a weird texture because uh, I guess because there's no plastic and there's real sugar in it. But I'm driving, you know, I've got my sunglasses on, feeling pretty good about myself. Um, like, you know, I'm going to fix all my fucking bullshit today. Going to, you know, have a good time at night. Everything's Everything's coming up to him. And uh, I, I guess I, I don't realize that I do this, but, like, when I'm chewing gum, I think sometimes I'll just, like, I don't know how to describe this in a not psychotic way, but I'll kind of, like, flip it out of my mouth, you know? Like, I'll push it in between my two front teeth, and so it kind of comes out, like, uh, I mean, I don't know. Just, <laughs> why am I describing this? I think you can gather what's what's going on. Um, and, and normally that, I don't think that really, I think I don't even th- realize that I do it cause it's, you know, I think I usually just do it and then start chewing it again. But this time I, I did that and then it got stuck in my like soul patch and I was like, Oh shit, I just have to like take it out. And then I started trying to like get it like like flick it back in with my tongue and then grab it like or grab it with my hands and then I just got gum all over me like it's like if it's it's like if <laughs> like Spider-Man just shot me in the face and I'm trying to get the webbing off but it just won't like it doesn't behave like regular gum like you know regular gum you can pull on it, it all kind of stays together this stuff would just kind of like you try and grab it and you get like a little piece but not all of it and so it's just kind of all over the place and it just I mean it coated my soul patch and so I'm just sitting in my car and I'm like, I don't know how to get this out. I was like, I flipped my beard up like in between my like teeth and just started like trying to 
pull the gum out to see if I could get it out. And I'm just like sitting in my car and it's hot. I think I was probably listening to some stupid song too. And like, I, I was, I, I realized I had some on my shirt too. So I'm trying to get that out. And I, for some reason I was like, oh, well, I've got a little bit of hand sanitizer. I'll put that on like a paper towel and try and do it like that. I couldn't, I couldn't even begin to tell you why I thought that would do anything. It didn't. Um, and so I'm sitting there in my car and I'm like, well, what are the solutions for getting gum out of hair? There's peanut butter, which I don't even know if that really works. Um, I know if you get gum on your shirt, if you freeze, if you put your shirt in the freezer, um, it can make it easier to get off. Um, and you know, I'm sitting in my car and not at, at home. So these are not, um, really options for me. I don't really want to smear peanut butter on my face in public. Um, and I just want to note, like, w- as after I, the only result I got from trying to like sort of scrape it out with my teeth was that my soul patch stood straight up like it looked like Elvis it just was like perfectly quaffed so I'm sitting there and I'm like I don't know what to do here I was trying to see I'm like I my only option really is to just like cut it off at this point and I was like but I don't know I don't have anything in my car and I was like I don't want to go in there with fucking gum all over my face like some psycho like some absolute fucking lunatic and you know also ask about headlights and I was like I don't know what I'm gonna do here like I'm, I feel like I'm stuck like I don't want to go all the way back home but then I remembered then I remembered oh COVID-19 oh reliable COVID-19 still acceptable to wear a mask so I threw on a mask I walked in there in the in the Canadian tire with my head held high, bought all the lights I needed. I also purchased a very cheap pair of kitchen scissors. And when I got back in my car, I just cut my soul patch off. Now, you're probably wondering if it changes the shape of my face a lot and I look very different. No, no, my, my, my soul patch hair is very light. It's very fair, I guess they say. So I don't look that different. It's just, it was a pretty big psychological blow to be an adult just a fully grown adult who's, you know, able to problem solve, pay my taxes. Um, you know, I have financial responsibilities and I'm sitting in my car trying to figure out how to get gum off of my face. It's not, it's not the place I feel like a lot of people are at this stage in in their life. (laughs) Oh God. Um, now, I, yeah, I think that's kind of it. It was just, it happened to me, and I'm like, this is just, <sighs> this is just something that probably a lot of people don't need to know about, but then here I am. Um, I'm going to transition from that story into a different story, or not a story so much as a, as a you know, b- babbling, uh, but I want to become a sommelier. Now, for those of you that don't know what that is, that is a... Um, I guess like a wine dork, like somebody that just is super into wine and is like, you know, like the comic book guy of wine, making a lot of people mad with this probably. Um, the reason why, uh, it's on my mind to become a sommelier is because I started watching some, some wine videos on YouTube and it just really makes me laugh the kind of like taste notes that these people give. 
because they'll like open this bottle like oh this is a bottle of 1975 fucking le chateau red it's been aged it's blah 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 it's all this bullshit who cares and then they'll just start sniffing it and then they'll sip it and they'll do the and then they'll spit it out because yeah sure and then they just go yeah i'm getting um i'm getting grape i'm getting i'm getting citrus i'm getting uh oak i'm getting uh pencil shavings uh old leather i'm getting i'm, I'm getting hot coca-cola and it's just like all these like weird notes where it's like is, is that does that taste good or is this like those jelly beans that one of them tastes like popcorn or one of them tastes like pencil shavings and like like is that what this is like i don't really understand because i've never you know i've never drank a beer and been like wow this tastes like cardboard and and liquid nitrogen with notes of butane and and apricot (laughs) but the wine world can get away with it i guess and that's very funny to me but what's more funny to me is the idea of becoming like a master sommelier, like like top of my top of the field, just you know, whatever that is. Yeah, he can, he can, <laughs> he can really taste the tannins, and then just showing up how I normally dress. So just showing up in a band shirt and like, you know, disheveled, unshaven, and just being like, hey guys, what's going on? And then they're like, who the fuck is this popper? Who's this poor? And then I just start, you know, they're like, that's, that's Tim Down. He's a level seven sommelier. And oh my God, this guy. And I give a bunch of taste notes and they're like, oh my God, that's incredible. Uh, I, I think I am sort of like indirect, indirectly basing this on a manga about uh, want being a sommelier. Um, I haven't read it, but I've heard about it. And I think it's kind of like what it is. Um but I also do get a kick out of the idea of just telling people that I'm a sommelier and then just making up taste notes, you know, like, oh, this tastes like, tastes like the F key of a laptop. I'm also getting, I'm also getting paper straw, getting new car smell air freshener. And they're, then they're like, you know, oh, I don't, I'm not getting any of that. Like, you're not getting new car smell air freshener in this, in this bottle of wine. You're not getting that. <laughs> next <laughs> next day you're gonna tell me you can't see the smile on the mona lisa i mean good god <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> who let this <laughs> who let this beer drinker in here and just really psychologically damage people and just you know i'm walking around in a metallica t-shirt just being like hmm delicious and then they're just like there's no fucking way this guy's a master sommelier. And, but I'm just like, just convincing enough to where they're not 100% sure, you know? Listen, I, I'm not saying I am a, I'm a good person or a nice person. I'm just saying I know what I like. And I know what's amusing to me. And that uh, that's the long and short of it. Just terrorizing the intelligentsia and the, the upper crust of society more like over stuffed crust am i right guys anyway <laughs> um I, I realize i haven't really talked all that much about like actual things i did this week besides things that are very embarrassing and just dumb shit that i did um and i just want to talk about two very quick things before i, I kind of get into that um 
One is that I was playing Apex Legends the other night, and um, there were two people on my team. One person's username, I can't remember at all. But the other person's username was like Hanslanda89. Now, if you don't know who Hanslanda is, that is um, Christoph Waltz's character from uh, Glorious Bastards. He's a bone-chilling, horrible Nazi. And I guess it's not unusual for people to make usernames based off of characters in movies or just characters in general, you know? Like, you know, you see a lot of, like, Sasuke21s or, you know, Tyler Durden 58s. And it's it's the same guy, really. Just keeps getting banned for saying, I mean, who knows what. But Hans Landa is a bit of an odd, it's a bit of an odd choice, you know? It's like, are you a fan of Christoph Waltz as an actor? And you admire the craft he put into creating that character? Or are you a fan of, are you, are you a, a fan of Hans Landa specifically? And I don't know. Uh, the jury's out. What the jury's not out on is they are trash at Apex. <laughs> I mean, take some notes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If they're somehow listening to this, I don't remember if they were good or not. I remember just being enamored with the type of person that would they go, yeah, you know what? That's my nickname. That's my username. That's how people are going to know me. It's by this Nazi character. You know, hey, who am I to judge? You know, hey, but there, there before the grace of God go I, some might say. Um. You know, most might not say that, though. Um, the other thing um, that that I just saw today, I, I had some, some random YouTube video on in the background while I was working, and there was an ad that played. And it said something like, when you go to the edible store for your friend, you know that blah, blah, blah. And I looked, and it was for edible arrangements which are like, you know, chocolate-covered strawberries and all, all all that bullshit, right? And I, I just feel like in 2022, the year of our Lord, you should maybe have the wherewithal to not call yourself the edible store. It's going to have a lot, of, a lot of disappointed people showing up looking for, you know, you know, oh, man, oh, my God, I was so tired. Yeah, you know, I mean, these strawberries are pretty weak. I'm not feeling anything. I mean, it's a it's a delicious chocolate ganache, but my God, I'm I don't know if my tolerance is super. I maybe need to stop smoking. <laughs> or maybe maybe they're gonna start a new line of edible edible arrangements. You know, target a different demographic. Maybe send some to your boss. Hey, employee of the month or fired. So. Does anyone actually do employee of the month anymore? It just seems like an odd thing to do. Like, has anywhere actually, is that just a SpongeBob thing? Or is there anywhere that seriously was like, yep, you're the employee of the month. We're going to take your picture. We're going to put your picture up so all your coworkers can hate your guts. Call you kiss ass, draw a mustache on you. And just, you know, make an enemy out of you and turn you into a, a, a class traitor, I guess. Um... But yeah, so now that we're 
24 minutes in. Uh, <laughs> here's uh, here's what I actually did this week. Um, on Friday, uh, my girlfriend had a, a little get together for her birthday. We had something in her. We did hung out in her backyard basically with her friends, and so she made jungle juice. And now my conception of jungle juice is like, I, I, I'm sure I've had it at a party, but every time I've seen it recently, it's like, you know, three bottles of vodka, two bottles of like blue raspberry lemonade, and then a bunch of like fruit juice and a bunch of like sliced up fruits and then like sour gummies and all kinds of shit. And I just look at it. And it's like, yeah, somebody's going to just throw up a rainbow all over the fucking place drinking that and then wake up feeling like someone chopped wood using their head as a stump you know um but this was not that this just had a bunch of different fruit juices and then like a full bottle of vodka and a full bottle of rum and honestly i was expecting to get really fucked up on it but uh i ultimately didn't um at least on that we'll kind of circle back to that i guess um i don't know you know it's just a pretty chill time we're all in our late 20s now so it's not like anybody's, you know, doing key bumps or anything. Um, but I was put in charge of the fire, of maintaining the fire. And what that looked like for me is I'd be in a conversation with somebody, and then I'd just frantically turn my head and look at the fire and be like, shit, I, has it been like an hour since I put a log on? And it'd look fine. And then, you know, two minutes later, I'd look again and be like, nah, I'll just throw one on there, you know? And then almost burn myself multiple times, smell like smoke, you know? Such is life. Um... Now, if you're listening to this and I spoke to you at that party, I'm not trying to say it was a boring conversation. I'm just trying to say it's probably probably not that good content, you know? Probably too much context, you know? Or maybe it just was a, maybe it was a boring conversation. Who's to say? Um, yeah. Uh, oh, I, you know, this is ostensibly a weight loss podcast. I did, went to the gym multiple times. Uh, mainly just walked on the treadmill. A little bit of running, but out of breath pretty quickly. So, so you know, mainly walking. But hey, you know, uh, journey of a thousand steps starts with being out of breath after twenty. So, you know, that's I think that's I think that's how that how that that goes. Uh, now, as far as uh, the next day, so I was on Friday on Saturday, the day where I got gum on my face and just could not get it off. I went to go see my favorite band in concert. That band is Protest the Hero. Um, you know, I think they're great. I think they have a lot of great songs. I think probably if you just go and listen to them right now, you might you probably won't like them. Um, they're a bit of an acquired taste, much like the Chateau Mont Blanc 2015 Pinot Noir, but yeah, that's... It's a reference for maybe a different demographic. Don't worry about it. I'm a sommelier and a plumber and a mechanic. Um, anyway, so now uh, in preparation for that, I, I did go one of my errands in addition to getting the correct headlights for my car. I went to go buy shorts because here's the thing. Over the past, I guess, five years, I have fluctuated in weight pretty severely. Uh, in a couple of different directions. So there are certain, like, there'll be like, oh, I'm like 
oh, I'm fat now. I don't have any shorts that fit, so I'll buy shorts. And then I'll lose weight, and I'll be like, oh, well, those shorts don't fit me anymore. Also, they've got holes in them. I'll get rid of them. I'll buy shorts that fit me now, and I'll do that, and I'll get fat again. And then, <laughs> so it's happened. There's a couple suits that I have where I'm like, is that a fat suit or is that a thin suit? I don't remember. Um, but I don't have any shorts that fit, so I went and bought some because I knew that I was going to be spending most of my time in the pit uh, because I'm cool and young and uh, full of energy. And so, yeah, I also wore white, a white t-shirt, which is maybe not the best choice. Um, but, um, and I mean, I, I also don't have a ton to say about the concert itself. It was great. I have horrible cardio. So I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to fucking open up the pit. And then I jump for five seconds and then be like, Oh, I think, oh, I think there's a good chance I have angina. I think, I think I'm, I think this is it for me. I am fully winded. Um, but, uh, actually (laughs) something embarrassing did happen to me. So for a bit of context, I guess that's maybe not that necessary. The band that opened for protest the hero. Um, so the guitarist of it, someone my brother went to music school with and for sure he would have no idea who I am, but just because a, I've seen him play and it was pointed, Oh, I know that guy. He's, he's from here. And then someone I worked with knew him as well. And then I've seen him at a bunch of metal concerts. So it's like, I know who that guy is. And then my brother's friend is also in the band. He plays the bass. So, uh, but after the show, I'm walking out, I've got, uh, I was with the same crew as the weekend before. So we got, uh, uh, we got, we got Burpee, we got Big Dutch and we got Gene Gray. I'm sure they're not happy with those names, but they're, they're here to stay. Um, and, uh, anyway, I've got, I've got one in front of me, one behind me, we're all walking out and I look and I see the guitarist and my brother knows. And I'm like, I'm not going to do a whole weird thing. Be like, Oh dude, dude, I think, you know, my brother, dude. Oh dude. I think you guys went to school. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Super sick. Good show by the way. So I was just like, you know what? I'll just say like, Hey man, great job. So we're walking out, I see him and I see him make eye contact with me and then shift his gaze away. Cause he's going to go like, I guess he's just turning around. But as he made eye contact with me, I went to put my hand up. So I thought he's going to do the thing where you, he looks at me and he looks away and then looks back. So I stick my thumb up and I go, great job, man. And he just fully walked away, like didn't even kind of see me. And I was like, fuck, so embarrassing. And uh, old Big Dutch is behind me just laughing at me. And I'm like, yeah, that's in- incredibly fucking embarrassing. I'm like, hey, can you just, can you just fucking push me down the stairs? So I'm, so I'm either die or I get a concussion and forget this happened. Cause good Lord, very embarrassing. Not that embarrassing. It's fine. Um, but the other thing that happened, um, oh, okay, no, there's two other things that happened. I'm going to tell you something that happened right after the show, and then I'm going to tell you something that happened during the show where I could not believe my eyes. So the thing that happened right after the show, I was furious about this. I was furious. <sighs> we're standing around outside trying to decide what we're going to do. This random dude. Clearly a little bit drunk, at least probably drunk and all and also high walks up to us, looks at big Dutch and he goes, dude, you look like Jason Momoa. Now let me let that sink in. Okay. That's like being told, Hey man, you look like Brad Pitt. That is such a compliment. 
That is such an amazing thing to hear. Can you imagine? Just pick whatever celebrity you think is like the hottest celebrity in the world. And someone comes up to you and goes, oh, hey, dude, you look like that person. Do you want to know what, what old BD, what my friend said? He's like, oh, cool. Yeah, I don't really know who that is. Didn't know who he was. Y- you know? I mean, ah, I walk around getting compared to to Prince Harry and Ed Sheeran. Not the most, you know, not unattractive guys. But, you know, you're not like, oh my god, thank you so much. He gets Jason Momoa. Can't even appreciate it. I've I've never been more mad at him in my life. It's it's just ungrateful, you know? It's fucking ungrateful. And then I showed him a picture of what he looked like. He's like, oh, yeah, okay, I know that guy. Yeah, unfazed. Dude, I would have kissed that guy in the lips if he told me that. I would have kissed him on his little lips. Maybe not. Maybe that's too far. But I would have... <laughs> would have liked to, I guess. I I mean, metaphorically speaking. Um... Yeah, well, anyway, let's get back to the other thing. Um, one thing I forgot to mention about the, the concert. This is something I could not believe what I was seeing. Okay? So, so Protest the Hero has a song where it's like it builds to this like huge thing. There's a huge buildup. And then the music just cuts out. And then one note on the piano is played. And then it changes. And there's like a little piano bit and singing. And then it builds back up again. Okay? There's a guy who's crowd surfing. He's crowd surfing for a while. He sort of fell a little bit. It was picked back up. He's moving around. I saw him making his way towards the stage. And I was just watching him. I'm like, is he going to come back here? Is he going to have to like grab him again and, and shift him somewhere else? And he just moved like five feet in front of me and then just dropped. Like just I couldn't see him anymore. He just dropped below the crowd. I don't know if he landed on the floor. I don't know what happened. But I mean the second he dropped. I mean the second he dropped. The music cut out and that one note was played. And it was like... It was like getting a an onion ring in your fries. It was like finding $20 on the ground. It was like seeing like a two obviously out of shape dads trying to fight in public. It was... I mean, God... It really tickled me, and I just started laughing hysterically, which is not the best thing to do in the mosh pit because, you know, someone gets you from behind, you you bite your entire tongue off, and then you're you're mute. You're like that guy from the Pirates of the Caribbean whose whose bird has to talk for him, you know. And then you're like Friedrich Nietzsche, where your Nazi sister is changing everything around to make it seem like you're a big Nazi too, and really, you're just kind of fucked in the head and wanted to hang out with your horse. Now, that's a reference that's not for everybody. Um, that's for people that either studied philosophy or have seen The Sopranos recently. Kind of, I guess. <laughs> Who is this for? This is just for me. If Listen, let me tell you something. If I ever get amnesia and can't remember anything about my life, this is going to be my favorite podcast. Because this is specifically tailored just for me. Like, there's no target demographic for this show. It's just me. This is just 
everything that I'm interested in and thinking about, I mean, obviously, because it's me talking to myself. So it's kind of an obvious point, isn't it? Kind of didn't really need to point that out to the to the degree that I did, as if it was just some big revelation where, wow, this show that is entirely written, produced, scored, edited, performed by me is exactly my taste. Who would have fucking... Who would have... Who would have thunk it? Funk it, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, I am... I'm still just coughing for no reason. Uh, the thing, so uh, listen, we've, we've covered a lot of ground today. I've told you a lot of information. I'm gonna let you digest it, or just forget about it and move on with the rest of your life. I'm gonna end by telling you probably the 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 through line throughout last week. Now, uh, my team at work, we have meetings every Monday. We show up on Monday, and uh, or no, it was on. I mean, so and so unimportant, but we had it on Tuesday instead. We show up for the meeting, and we're informed that. Um, I mean, I think partially due to my constant complaining about a lack of training and, and information, but also uh, probably other people brought it up. Also, it's certainly not just me. Um, but the sort of managers decided that each department is going to create a video kind of outlining what they do, um, what each department does. And for my department, they decided that it was going to be kind of like a news broadcast, right? Like sort of like an anchor interviewing people. And the script, there was already like a first draft roughly of the script, and I was just cast as the anchor. There's a couple reasons why that is. One because I very clearly like attention, and I very clearly would want to be involved in a production. Two, I have a good microphone, or better at least than a, a computer microphone. So, um, yeah, I think it was mainly the attention thing. Also, you know, I have this delicious, buttery, umami-rich voice. So, <laughs> I mean, how could they not? Okay, um, my voice sounds how Jason Momoa looks. Not to not to toot my own horn, you know, but I guess I kind of just did. Uh, so anyway, that was uh, we were working on that all week, and I realized that I pretty much had the the easiest part because all my other coworkers who were involved had to you know figure out like what they wanted to say as far as like what do we what's important for us to say about our department because this is going to go out to all the new people it's going to set the tone for what our department is and what we do and the kind of things they can reach out to us for the kind of things like all this stuff and i'm just like what would be a funny way of transitioning into the next person you know what's the goofiest thing i could do um so in hindsight i had it very easy but i also Personally, I think I did the most setup as far as my my production shoot because I taped a green screen to my wall. Um, I wore uh, a suit. I tucked a a dress shirt into the shorts that I was wearing. Uh, I wore a suit, wore a tie. Um, You know, I... uh, Thank God I had a tie because the buttons... The buttons were having a hard time. I don't mind telling you. And I, uh, 
you know, I'd say we knocked it out of the park. I had a lot of fun with it. I, I did a whole arc, and I didn't even realize that I was doing it at the time. But I started off kind of like neutral, and then as it went on, you know, I had like a paper in my hand, which, you know, because news anchors had papers in their hands, uh, you know, 40 years ago. But I had it because it was my script, and also because it's kind of like a prop. I could kind of gesture with it. And then she came back to me, and I was like, wow, that's impressive threw down the paper that's terrific what about this and then they come back and i'm like hey that's great but i gotta ask a hard-hitting question took the glasses off brandished them gestured with them went through a whole arc um and the other thing is i i thought it'd be i thought it'd be good to end with me like saying thanks for for stopping by everybody we're gonna take a commercial break next up our top story i spent a long time trying to come up with top stories uh, to throw to, like joke top stories. And to the point where I was sitting there thinking, like, what else could I put? Like, what other options are there? Like, what can I put that's, like, kind of corporate-friendly but still funny but also, like, kind of universal? That, like, everybody's going to kind of get it. Like, I don't want it to be too niche to what we do. I also don't want it to be too niche to, like, you know, my age demographic. You know, I, you know. and then I was doing it for so long. I'm like, oh, I'm actually... I'm actually at work right now. I, I have emails I need to answer. Um, so I'll tell you the one that I uh, actually used first. <clears throat> and then I will tell you the some of the alternates that I came up with. So the one that I actually used in the video. As I said, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, our top story is a bird in the hand still worth two in the bush due to inflation. The answer may surprise you. Pretty funny. Pretty, uh, you know, middle of the road joke. Everybody can get it. Everybody can get a chuckle out of it. Everybody except my girlfriend. She didn't react, but that's fine. Obviously didn't shake my confidence at all because I still used it and just told it to all of you now. So uh, I may have bombed on three separate occasions with the same joke. Um, Another... One that I had as an alternate was uh, next up our top story. Why did the chicken cross the road? New research finds chilling implications. A little darker, little grim, little, you know, implication of, I mean, who knows what. Um, This next one was my personal favorite, but I think it's a little too niche and will probably be dated eventually. Um, But it was uh, next up our top story. She sold seashells by the seashore. Now, she's making waves in the crypto market. More on that at 11. Funny. That's funny. That's a funny joke. I should go work for hard drive news and make fun of Elon Musk all day. Well, I think we've covered enough. Um, Although, speaking of bombing, speaking of jokes, speaking of repeating them, This is going to be a bit of a Stranger Things spoiler. Not a huge one, I don't think. Uh, But maybe. So if you you, uh, don't want Stranger Things spoiled, I guess shout loudly for the next couple minutes until I'm done talking about it to drown out the sound. Or take out your earphones, whichever you're more comfortable with. So my girlfriend and I are watching Stranger Things. This is, for reference, I believe this was episode four of seven of the newest season. 
there's a part in that show where there's two government agents. Uh, one of them is a, um, he's a portly man. He's built kind of like me. And there's a part in, in the episode where some bad stuff starts happening and a bunch of commando-type guys start running in from a bunch of different entrances. And this guy, he's got, like, you know, mustache, you know, white button-down shirt tucked into pants, but he's got a big gut. He's got, like, the the holster with a bunch of different, you know, magazines to reload. And this dude with a handgun is just dropping people. He just like, like, pop, pop, pop. They're shooting at him with fucking automatic weapons. And he, you know, pop, pop, pop. And then he fucking, he's like, move, move. Gets the the, the three characters, I'm not going to say who, to run across the hallway. He provides cover fire. He's like, follow me now. They grab onto his back. He's walking forward. Pop, pop, pop. Shoots a guy who just came in the other door. Then he has them move off to the side. He turns around. This dude, ice cold motherfucker. Everyone else is screaming. There's gunfire. This dude is just looking down, looks bored. And I can tell in his fucking brain, he's just going like, eject the magazine, load the new magazine, chamber around, check the safeties off, turn. You know, he's like, listen, I, I'm not a gun guy, but I know that there's some shit that they teach you like that, particularly, mainly if someone hands you like a loaded gun. But I just mean like, he's very clearly just like going through drills in his head. And then he turns and he's like, pop, pop, pop. And then he's like, get down to the characters. And then he's just like moving around the house and just shooting people in all fucking directions. I called him John Thick. Now that's very funny. I don't, I don't care who you are. If you've seen the scene, you know that that's very fucking funny. And I was watching it, and I had that thought, and I turned to my girlfriend, and I said, that's John Thick," And she just kind of smiled, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> she, she didn't hear me. There's still gunfire. She obviously didn't hear that. So I went, I said, he's, did you hear what I said? And she's like, yeah. Like, I, I just said he's John Thick." And she's like, yeah, 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 it's funny. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> nah, I mean. When something's funny, <laughs> you laugh. You know, you laugh hard at something that's funny. You, you don't just say it's funny, you know? So I want to go on record. That was the funniest joke that could have been said in that scene. If you haven't watched Stranger Things yet, watch it. Note that scene. Remember what I said and realize how funny it is. If you've already seen it, think back. Think about that scene about what the guy looks like think about what happens in that scene that's a fucking s tier joke i'm sorry you know i am so goddamn sorry dude i'm like van gogh right because like i feel like my hearing's going i'm a redhead not appreciated in my own time and at one point or another i feel like i've probably drank some paint uh so, in most ways, I would say I'm like, I'm, I'm like Van Gogh. Um, it's been a pretty pretentious episode, I would say. So, before I start talking about, you know, 
how modern society is a panopticon, man. Um, I think we're going to end it there. So, uh, as always, follow me on Instagram at excessively underscore Caucasian. I'm trying not to burp or yawn. Or you can send me an email at downsizingpod at gmail.com. Uh, tune in next week to see if, uh, you know, anything catastrophically embarrassing happens to me. Also, just a real quick heads up, I'm probably going to put a Protest the Hero song as the ending song, and it's going to be probably pretty loud and intense right off the bat, so you might want to turn it down just a little bit, just in case. This is fair warning. Three, two, one. Now! <laughs>